On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. I'm in love with that song. I'm in love with that song. I love that song. I'm in love with that song. I love that song. I love that song. I'm in love with that song. I love that song. I'm in love with that song. Tie your mother down because it's time for another edition of the I'm in love with that song podcast. I'm your host, Brad Page, and each episode here on the Pantheon Podcast Network, I pick one of my favorite songs and we dive into it together, listening to all the elements that make it a great song. Don't worry if you're not a musician because we don't get into music theory or technical jargon, but the performances, the arrangement, and the production, that's all fair game here. This time around, we're revisiting a legendary band that, if anything, is more popular and respected today than ever. And this song happens to be one of their biggest hits. It's Queen with Somebody to Love. Everybody wants to put me down. They say I'm going crazy. We'll be right back after this. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. 
folks. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, <laughs> oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash Pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash Pantheon. Back in episode number 63, we explored Keep Yourself Alive, one of Queen's earliest songs. If you'd like to hear that show, you can find it on our website or in your podcast feed. This time, we're visiting Queen during their middle period, when they had just become huge stars. They had released Bohemian Rhapsody, and of course, it just knocked everyone out. It was a huge hit, and the album that preceded it, Night at the Opera, was a masterpiece, my opinion one of the greatest albums of the decade. So you would think the band would feel themselves under tremendous pressure for the follow-up. But more than anything, they felt freedom. The success of Night at the Opera gave them freedom, financially and creatively. So during the summer of 1976, they headed into their next album with confidence. They had worked with producer Roy Thomas Baker on the previous couple of albums, but this time they decided to produce the album themselves with the help of sound engineer Mike Stone, who had also worked on their last few albums. Most of the recording for the album was done at the Manor Studio, an actual manor house owned by Richard Branson, the head of Virgin Records. They wrapped up recording with some sessions at Sarm East and Wessex Sound Studios, and in December 1976, the album was released. With another nod to the Marx Brothers, they named this album A Day at the Races. The first single from the album was Somebody to Love. The song was written by Freddie Mercury and totally inspired by his love for Aretha Franklin. According to guitarist Brian May, Freddie wanted to be Aretha Franklin. This was Freddie's version of gospel, or at least as close as an Englishman born in Zanzibar was going to get. And Freddie was really proud of this song. He even said that Bohemian Rhapsody was okay, a, a big hit, but Somebody to Love was a better song. The band loved it too. Brian May remembers thinking, this is going to be something great. The song features Brian May on guitar, John Deacon on bass, Roger Taylor on drums, and Freddie Mercury on piano and lead vocal. The backing vocals are all by Freddie, Brian, and Roger. Nobody else, just their three voices overdubbed multiple times. I remember as a kid, the first time I saw the video for this song, I thought, wait a minute, there's only four people in this band? I figured there had to be at least a dozen people. That was the first song where I learned about overdubbing. So 
Let's get into it. If you listen closely, the very first thing you hear is a piano chord very faintly in the background. I'm going to turn that up as much as I can just so you can hear it a little clearer. I assume that chord was there just to establish the key before they start singing. The next thing we hear is the solitary falsetto voice of Freddie Mercury. And then the sounds of Roger Taylor, Brian May, and Freddie overdubbed multiple times to create a virtual gospel choir. There's a brief pause, and then Freddie comes in on piano. You can hear Roger Taylor hit his hi-hat, and then the bass and drums come in together. All right, let's talk about the rhythm or the meter of this song. Now, I always say that we don't get into music theory here. We try not to get too technical, and honestly, I'm not really interested in that stuff myself. But hang in there with me here, because I want to look at the time signature of this song. Part of what makes this song great is the feel of the song. And that feel, that groove, that rhythm, is all due to the time signature. So let's talk about it. Your typical rock or pop song, eh, most songs really, are in 4-4 four, four time. That means four beats per measure. You count one, two, three, four, and then you loop back around, right? Some songs are in 3-4 time. That's three beats per measure. That's most commonly associated with waltzes. This song is in 12-8 time. That sounds complex, but 12-8 time actually has a really natural flowing feel to it. And the thing that's kind of cool about it is that it's sort of a mix or a mashup of 4-4 and 3-4 time together. It's kind of like you have a 3-4 feel nestled within a 4-4 rhythm. So you can count the song out as if it was in 4-4 time, like this. One, two... Three, four, one, two, three, four. But when you go a layer deeper, you can feel the three-four rhythm like this. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. So simplifying it a bit, you have four groups of three. One, two, three, two, two, three, three, two, three, four, two, three. One, two, three, two, two, three, three, two, three, four, two, three. So you end up with this sort of swirling, spiraling feel. It works perfectly for this song. And a little tip to store away for future reference. If you're ever listening to a song and you can count it in both 3-4 and 4-4 time and you're not sure which one it really is, it just might be in 12-8 time. Now, let's listen to this first verse. Each Stand on my feet. 
the first line of that verse, each morning I get up, I die a little. That's pretty bleak. The lyrics to this song are a little dark. It's not a joyful song. Let's focus on the vocals here. Each morning I get up, I die a little. Can't barely stand on my feet. Take a look in the mirror and cry. Lord, what you do to me I have spent all my years in believing you. But I just can't get no relief. Lord, somebody, 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 can anybody find me? I really like the way Roger Taylor's drums accent that part. Let's listen to that. There's a little instrumental break before we get to the next verse. I work till I ache in my bones. I used to think he sang ache in my balls there, but either way, I get the feeling. I work hard every day of my life. I work till I ache my bones. At the end of the day, I take home my Okay, a couple of things to note here. First, John Deacon is playing a great bass part. Freddie's vocals during this section, incredible. Somebody, somebody, ooh, somebody, can anybody find me? Somebody to love. So great. He keeps that intensity up right into this next section. This is the first time in the song that we hear Brian May's guitar. Up until now, it's just been piano, bass, and drums. With all the layered vocals, you don't really realize just how stripped down the instrumentation is. Brian's been sitting it out so far, but he starts to add some guitar tracks here. Let's check those out. I'm hearing three guitar parts, one on the left and one on the right. Both of those are playing pretty much the same thing. And a third guitar part right in the center. Oh, I got the sense. He's got nobody 
the great guitar players of all time. Both his style and his sound are immediately recognizable. That's something that few guitarists really achieve. Some of that sound can be chalked up to his custom-made Red Special guitar that he built himself, but it's more than that. Any great guitarist, the sound is in the fingers. And he'd sound like Brian May regardless of what guitar or amp he was playing through. Let's listen to this solo. Now let's just hear that guitar by itself. Queen was just one of those bands where every member was at the top of their game. Let's hear the next section. Another nice bass run from John Deacon. Let's go back and hear that. Let's go back and listen to just the vocal tracks for this verse. Oh, I got no rhythm. I just keep losing my beat. You just keep losing I'm okay. Losing. I'm all right. He's all right. He's I all right. Yeah, yeah. I just gotta get out of this prison cell. Someday I'm gonna be free. Of course, this is where they pause for the choral section that starts off soft and slowly builds. Let's play through this whole section and just listen to how the vocal layers continue to develop and change each cycle. Roger Taylor builds up the drum part too and hand claps are added. If you can listen on headphones here, I recommend it because you can really hear the subtle placement of different vocal layers across the stereo field that really adds depth to this section. Somebody, 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 somebody
Freddie is just great there at the end. And just when you think the song is over, they kick right back in. Let's hear those vocals again with Freddie's ad libs. Find me somebody to love. Find me somebody to love. Find me somebody, 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 somebody to love. Find me, find me, find me, find me, find me. Let's go back to the final mix and notice how Freddie is pounding on one note on the piano here. I love that ending. It's like he's drifting off to sleep, just exhausted from pouring his heart out. Somebody to Love by Queen. As far as I'm concerned, Night at the Opera and the Day at the Races are two of a perfect pair, two masterpieces. The fact that one band could create two albums like this back-to-back, -back, only a year apart, it's incredible and a testament to just how great this band was. There were more great Queen albums to come, but for me, these two albums are the pinnacle. Thanks for joining me for this edition of the I'm In Love With That Song podcast. We are part of the Pantheon Network of Podcasts, home to many other shows that celebrate the artists and the music that we all love. New episodes of this show are released on the 1st and the 15th of every month, so I'll be back soon with our next episode. Until then, you can listen to all of our previous shows on our website, lovethatsongpodcast.com. You can also find this show wherever you listen to podcasts. You can keep in touch with us on Facebook. Just look for the I'm in Love With That Song podcast and you'll find us. If you'd like to leave a review or comments, the best place to do that is on podchaser.com. And if you'd really like to support the show, the best thing you can do is just tell people about it. Share it with your friends. And there's another way that you can support this show while showing some love for your favorite artists like Queen. Pick up some t-shirts and other band merch from oldglory.com. When you use our discount code, love that song, this show gets a little piece of that action. So support this podcast and the artists you love like Queen, and you're going to find a bunch of very cool Queen t-shirts on Old Glory. 
Just go to oldglory.com and use the discount code love that song. It's going to get you 15% off and free shipping and you're helping out our show. I'll put that discount code in the show notes and it'll be in our app, but it's super easy to use. You just go to oldglory.com, order your queen t-shirts and whatever other cool stuff you find there. Put in the discount code love that song. It'll save you 15% and you're helping to support this show. Thanks again for listening to this episode on Queen and Somebody to Love. Somebody to love, the American dream, the big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship. The studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who kill their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.